And I'm here with Kenzie Leonard. Kenzie, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's nap time for my twins, and so it's a, a relaxing afternoon at this point. Well, that's great. That's great. How's the quarantine going for you? Oh, I'm telling you, I'm thankful that we have a safe place, a safe home to be in in the middle of all of this, but I'm definitely praying that the Lord shows mercy on us and it ends soon because it's getting hard staying home with two toddlers every single day doing the same things over and over. Wow. So tell us a little bit about the church you serve at. Well, my husband and I pastor a church in Nieces, South Carolina. It's Mount Beulah Pentecostal Holiness Church, and we have been here, um, it'll be two years in June, and he is the senior pastor. His name is Samuel Leonard, and we have a wonderful church, wonderful people, and we are just so blessed to be here. That is awesome. That is awesome. So was ministry something you've always knew you wanted to do? Andrew, it really was. You know, I knew as a little girl that I wanted to be involved in ministry. Um, I even in children's church, I can remember the women that were in charge. They 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 let me get up on the stage at about five years old, and I did what I called then I I preached to those kids. And um, as a young girl, I knew that God had placed a calling on my life, and I had such a desire to be involved in in the church and what what the church was doing and I knew from a young age that I would marry a pastor one day and I've always been involved in either singing on the praise team um, or as I got older being the worship leader um, and I see it as such a privilege to be able to lead God's people into his presence and though ministry is not easy and the devil definitely fights hard but we know that when the enemy comes in like a flood. Our God will raise up a standard against him. And there's no thing in this world that is sweeter or more rewarding than seeing God's hand at work in the lives of his people. And it never gets old being able to witness the lost coming home to him. Well, that is so awesome. So tell us, what the world like we're living in right now, what advice could you give to someone that may be lost? Well, what I would say right now is, Call on God while you still can. You know, Romans 5 and 8 says that God showed his great love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. There is so much chaos and so much uncertainty in the world, but to know Jesus as your Savior, it brings such a peace and such a joy that this world can't give. Um, You know, the Bible says that he is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He is our help in our times of need, and he gives us hope beyond what our eyes can see here. It's the hope of eternity in heaven with him. And if you don't know him as your Savior, I would say don't wait another day. First John 1 and 9 is one of my husband's favorite verses. He quotes it all the time. It says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So today I would say confess and repent and accept Jesus as your Savior and live in the peace of knowing that all of his promises are for you and he loves you and he wants a relationship with you. So share with us a little bit about how you got saved and accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Well, Andrew, as I told you a while ago, I I had such a pure and innocent love for God from a very young age and I know that 
when I was five years old, I asked him to be the Lord and the Savior of my life. And um, I lived by the book. I would say that I I was a I was one of the good girls growing up. That's how I would say it. And like I told you, I knew from a very young age that I would marry a preacher. And um, but as I got older in my early twenties, I began to start compromising. And you know, it's so crazy and so just surreal how one little compromise leads to one more. And before you know it, the enemy and his schemes, if we're we're not careful. And they can creep in, and we start going further than we ever would have dreamed we would go. And I, I hold so tightly to that verse in Ephesians 4 where it says that we are not to give place to the enemy. And it's so true. If we give place to him, he will come in, and if you give him an inch, he's going to take a mile. And so after about two years of running from God in my early 20s and living like the world, I received a pretty big wake-up call. And it was one January night, I had gone to dinner with a group of friends that I had made during my days of being backslidden, is what I would say. And after dinner, we decided that we would go shopping, and the place that we were going was only about 10 minutes down the road. And while we were driving there, we were suddenly clipped from behind by another vehicle. The SUV that I was in it immediately began to roll, and I did not have a seatbelt on, and so I was being tossed all around with each roll that the vehicle made. And it seemed like everything in that moment was just in slow motion. But all I could think of in that time was that I was not prepared to stand before God. I was not prepared to face Him because of all of the time that I had wasted fulfilling the lust of the flesh and fulfilling my own desires rather than doing His will. And honestly, it was the most eye-opening night of my life whenever that vehicle stopped rolling. And I realized that God had spared me. He had spared all four of us that were in the vehicle. Not one of us had to be hospitalized. None of us had a serious injury. And we were able to climb out of that car. But I'll tell you, whenever the highway patrolman came up, he said that whenever he got the call and he saw the vehicle, he just knew that he had to have been walking up on fatalities. And I praise God that that wasn't the case. But shortly after that, I did get my life right with God. I got back in church, and I rededicated my life. And now I can say that I've seen what it's like to face the unknown without the assurance that I'm ready to stand before God and to be able to give an account for how I've lived. And, you know, now that's the past, and I've been able to move forward from that, and I've married a wonderful man. I've married a very anointed Pentecostal pastor, and We have two beautiful twin babies. God truly did show his hand at work in my life, you know, bringing me out of that situation, allowing me to see another day, and allowing me to get back into his will and step back into the calling that he had placed on my life. And so that that would be... uh, That is awesome. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, you know, I know that I had accepted the Lord very early on in my life, but... I did I did backslide, and that's part of my testimony is that, you know, the Lord brought me back home, and I'm thankful for it. Well, thank you so much for coming on our show today. We appreciate you. Tell folks how they can find your church on social media. We are on Facebook. Our page is Mount Beulah Pentecostal Holiness Church, and we do live stream all of our services. Granted, right now things are a little different. We're doing 
a Sunday morning service, and then in the evening time we're doing our Sunday school lesson for the adults. We have some of our Sunday school teachers helping with that. And then Wednesday night we're live streaming our message, and we're just ready to get back in church with our, our church family. We're really missing them. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. God bless you. I love you all, and y'all keep doing what you do. Hey, we appreciate you, and thank you so much for having me on. This is an honor. All right. Thank you so much. You have a good day, my friend. <laughs> you too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.